What's happening, everybody? Editor Lucky here. I want to apologize very quickly just because I didn't realize that there was something going on with my headset, aka my headset mic. So it sounds a little funny, and every now and then you'll hear Paul kind of echoing, and that's actually my fault. I do want to apologize about that. Every now and then my mic does that. I just didn't catch it on this particular time. So, so without further ado, let's get straight into the theme song. Hit it, Lucky! You are now about to enter a podcast that is so casual, you may never take anything seriously again, where two childhood friends will speak about anything, and unfortunately, everything. So sit back, and enjoy. Yeah, we the freaking casuals, a filthy mouth, tactical movement to keep it real. Just so that you know the deal, remember this, we're just two bros. This is Paul and Lucky Show, we just trying to entertain for everyone going through that everyday grind. Try and relax and turn that volume up to max. Forget your worries, forget your woes, we know that sometimes life blows. Now let's get started, let's get going. All the new listeners, thanks for showing. Paul and Lucky having a blast. Welcome to the Casual Bros Podcast. Hey, what's happening all you filthy casuals? Welcome back to the show where we talk about anything and unfortunately everything. I am your host, Lucky. And this is Paul, a.k.a. P-Rod. And today we're doing something a little bit different. We're just kind of, uh, you know, I was talking to Paul about this and I was like, you know what? All, having these these kind of subjects kind of weigh down our podcast is, uh, um, you know, I, I just feel like I'm following, a, I'm following a formula that I've seen other people do. Um, the, instead, I would point, like to kind of just... I'd like to just kind of riff off each other, you know, kind of talk like we usually do. I do have some some subjects just in case that we do need to fall back on um, that I've been thinking about the, through the week, but they're just things that are on my mind just so I don't forget about them in the spur of the moment. Um, but yeah, before we get into that, man, how was your week so far? Oh, this so far so good. But before we move into that, just remember, yo, this is this is actually <laughs> casual bros. That's this is the whole point of this of this uh, podcast here. We talk about everything, and fortunately. Anything. Oh, wait, did I say it right? <laughs> I don't even know our own slogan. A little bit. No, no, yeah. That's um, casual, bro. <laughs> exactly. It's all casual, bro. That's the way we got to do this. Anyway, um, my week has been pretty cool, man. Um, if I, I don't know if I said this last week. I, I actually st- I started a clan on Discord for video gaming. Okay. Um, I call it the Lost Legends. Um, well, my, one of my friends, one of my online friends that I'm actually really close with, uh, um, uh, call him Demon. That's his. That's his username. Um, we, you know, we came up with it. Um, we decided to uh, expand from just one game and have multiple games eventually, so we can have, you know, and then uh, with that, have a ranking system for each game. For example, you know, Rocket League, Smash Brothers, maybe Pokemon. Have we? We, we were gonna have a legendary varsity team, basically a varsity team and a JV team. Top three, top three. And in order for you to, you know, be, uh, for example, you're, if you're varsity three, you can challenge varsity two in a one-on-one game. If you beat him, two best two out of three games, you become number two. And then, you know, and then so on, all the way to you on top, you know. I bought a couple of Amazon cards to kind of just throw out there as well. Be like, hey, boys, uh, you know, if you if we do this, say I'll send you, I'll send, I'll send the guy with the highest score, five bucks, Amazon card. I know it's only five bucks, I mean, cheap ass, right? But... Hey, bro. I mean, it just it kind of keeps them keeps them going or keeps keeps them uh, from uh, trying like their best. And I, that's what I told them. So I was like, you know what? I want to see you guys actually do your best. Almost like it's a life and death situation. 
or a tournament situation when it's one-on-one i just want to see who can do the best and uh so far you know it's it's not too it's we're not big we're only it's only uh one two three there's five of us right now uh, uh I, I, I where did i hear this from i heard this uh what makes someone follow someone Is, was that from your podcast i think it was from that was uh, from I, think, uh, I, I did a facebook post and i was just asking people like you know what oh makes you there you go somebody. sorry i went on, i went on a podcast-a-thon i listened to general casuals general casual uh Generally, I was, I was listening to yours. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just reading. I was just looking at it, just making all this research, just so I can like, oh okay, the three deadly sins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, I was just doing all that stuff. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's and that to me, I was like, oh crap, you know what? Uh, I'm so lucky. These people actually take time to actually follow me, you know, as you know, and recognize me as their leader as well. I don't know if I'm buying them in, giving them money, whatever, you know. But one of the kids, one of the one of the younger kids. He's actually really good at the game. Like, he is amazing. Like, his dad, I actually met his dad first, uh, and we were playing. And according to his, his dad, is like, yeah, dude, I used to be a professional soccer player. I was like, what? What? The, the, whole, the, whole, the whole reason why I got to that uh, is because I, uh, we were playing, me, Demon, and, and no, the, the father. Uh, we were playing, and we were vibing. It was, it was such a good game. It's, it's so hard to find people to vibe with in the game. Uh, we were vibing. We were all connecting. We all saw each other. We all rotated. It was perfect. Uh, I went up to the guy, and I was like, oh, hey, yo, uh, have you ever played uh, real-life soccer? He's like, why? I was like, because uh, I was like, yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, yeah, I used to be, uh, I used to be uh, the national team, uh, the under 20. I was like, what? Oh, that's – well, before you blew me out of the water – I wanted to tell you that this game is a lot like real soccer in the in the way that you communicate with each other and you kind of just uh, rely on each other to keep moving forward. But wow, holy crap! <laughs> Anyways, and then he's like, "Yeah, but my my son's way better than me." I was like, "Oh, okay, let's play." He created he he created a damn prodigy. That kid, dude, he he's literally swimming with the ball in the air. Uh, and make, it makes the goal. And then I, and then I told him I got to the point where I was like, "Hey, man, I don't want to hold you back. If you do want to move on." From like the clan and just do other stuff or play with harder people you can go ahead and do that that kid dude he sits in and tells me man i'm all about the good time man I, honestly i'd rather have a fun time than to just be playing with a bunch of people just to get better or whatnot when i'm with you guys it feels like i'm actually i'm having fun all the time and then we can sit there for hours and do it and i was like oh let's go come on let's go let's get, let's get playing let's go so that to me that was very like made me feel good it, make, it gave me more of a all right let's go right, as the clan leader let's go you know how about you, man? I'll I'll continue going as soon as. Um, on. it's been it's been okay this week. I mean, um, you know, I've been going to the gym four four days a week uh, since October. So it well actually it started at three three days a week, and then um, four days a week happened after a little while. I kind of built myself up, and uh, yeah, man, it's been pretty good. I've been getting a lot stronger now. Um, I dude, I, I can almost do a pull up, um, which is kind of incredible for me because I've never been able to do one, um, and I'm still probably about two hundred seventy pounds, so. It's, uh, yeah, so it was, it was cool, man, like, actually feeling that strength and all that kind of stuff to, to actually be able to pull myself up with uh, no kip, and if you don't, guys don't know what a kip is, it means you're not using your legs to kick yourself up, um, so you're just doing it straight, uh, you know, straight like that, so it's been uh, pretty good to see, like, that, you know, that oh when I'm, since I'm going to the gym, that because usually what happens is you gain strength first, and then you gain muscle mass, um, that's what a lot of people don't, you know, when they're, when they're looking at themselves, they're like, oh, man, I'm not getting big or anything like that but you, but you can you're... lift up 200 pounds now type of thing yeah and so yeah and that, that's the whole thing right because when people are even with 
bodybuilders, right? It takes them years to put on all this muscle, even with steroids or anything like that that they're using. Like, it still takes them a long time to do. So, uh, yeah, it's been really good to get that going. I mean, the last couple days were pretty rough for me just in terms of, like, uh, depression and all that kind of stuff. Just from, uh, I had to do a, uh, uh, I did an Instagram rap. So I, I told the people on Instagram, I was like, hey, give me one word, you know, that has anything to do with mental illness. And I'll do a rap about it. And y'all use the words that you that you do, and so I finished that one. But that's right. But uh, I saw yeah, Puga was, in the front on there. I saw yeah, yeah, our, our old coworker like yeah. in, the, in the in the screen on the the thumbnail. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a, it was a good good time. It was just like the last two days, man. It's just been it's been really weird, man. Like, cause I, I've actually been ahead of all my work, but for some reason, just got super depressed all of a sudden. Just thinking oh. about life, thinking about like you know, I was I was writing in this journal uh, in my. Uh, WordPad thing on on the computer. And I was just like, man, dude, like, what what am I even doing right now? You know, I'm here, I am, doing these podcasts and doing, but what am I doing like for the world? You know, and I I it, it's it's man. yeah, it's always that's, uh, it's always like it's real. always yeah. Well, that is that's where I was gonna get into right with the the strength first, muscle later, right? Because when you when you yeah. get like the inner strength, it it kind of comes first, but then you don't really get to see the the outward progression of what you're doing until a lot later. And, um, yeah, it's been, you know, even though it's been like the, I, I think it's only been, was it Friday and Saturday were pretty rough on me, but, uh, yeah. And it also, you know, in, in hindsight, it's also my fault for kind of staying in and all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously once I actually get communicating with people, I feel a lot better and do yeah, all that kind too. of stuff, but <laughs> yeah, man, it really does uh, make you realize how important human interaction is. Even if you are, even if you are an introvert, you still need that inter human interaction to, uh, to function to a certain degree and to actually make yourself feel like you're uh, you're part of a big community but right. yeah besides besides those two days man everything's been been pretty solid you know just been um you know sticking to to my diet a little bit and you know um you know thursday thursday i had like a really rough day so i was like you know what pizza tonight pizza tonight usually Boom, usually, usually friday is my cheat day thursday thursday I, I was like you know what forget this bro pizza tonight so pizza yeah. party numa Dude. numa yeah Dude, I went, I, went, I went full on Ninja Turtle, bro, on that. Oh, <laughs> I, was go, like, I was like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm going to do this tonight. But uh, yeah, no, besides that, man, everything's been uh, been pretty swelled uh, so far. And, you know, just uh, just keeping busy with the editing and all that kind of stuff. And it's been really rewarding, like, learning how to edit all this kind of stuff. Just oh, because dude, it's I like... I see your editing, dude, on your anime casuals. Whew! On point, dude. You make my one epic minute of your life look like. <laughs> oh, dude, that was that was a good one. But that was before like we even had this kind of technology. Luckily, I have like a software that kind of hooks it up with with beginner people, and uh, yeah, it makes it, a lot of stuff really easy. So, but you know, obviously, trying to find all those clips is always really rough. You know, you have to oh, find oh, the clip that you're yeah, talking dude, about. I do so, not envy you. You're doing God's work there, dude. Especially when, uh, when someone's talking about a certain subject, and and you bring in the scene in there. How the hell did you find the seed, dude? I was looking yeah, like, dude, dude. I was like, uh, did you have to, did you have to literally go to the either download the entire episode and then cut it, or did he just YouTube's it? I, yeah, that, well, work, you, got, you got it. You got it right with the YouTube one, but it still takes me like with my mental health Instagram rap. Like I had to look up what I was saying too, and I was just like, all right, why don't I find a my thing boy. where I'm like, where I, where my... somebody's crying, where somebody's this, and also I do have like a recollection of stuff. I mean, in in that was like a clip from Train to Busan, which we actually saw at um, one of our friends' uh, his uh, his mountain house. 
And uh, so I just remembered that and I just kind of put that in. But yeah, it's it, it's it's a, it's a rewarding experience. You know, I, I really like just being in front of the camera a lot more than really editing. So it's kind of like editing is kind of the hard work, hard work. And then doing this kind of stuff where I'm actually talking and actually, you know, being able to be heard mm -hmm. is really the, the big part of it. But yeah, man. So I got like a couple of look into it. things I, I kind of wanted to talk about today. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and start with uh, with this one just because. Uh, we were, this was our original subject for today, but I was, I was actually really, I really thought about it like a lot. And so you don't have to tell me yours, Paul, but I want, I want to get your reaction to what, uh, what okay. my sexual preferences are and okay. just tell me whether or not you think they fit in with something that you could see yourself doing or like, you know, obviously. Oh um, my God. Is, this, like what, like is this what I think it is? Oh my God. It's. Bukake. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, um, so you know, I I don't have a whole lot of experience. I you know, I've only I've only had like sex with one girl, but what what we did do was a lot of um, you know, there was a, a you know, we we did like a role play. That was a cool one. Um, you know, I I got to pretend that I was her OGBYN, or if you guys don't know what that is, the mm -hmm. vagina doctor. It's uh, yeah. So I I got to pretend that I was that. I never got to tie tie anybody up, but that seems like something I would be into, you know, because I, I was really thinking about it a lot, and I was like, man, I I remember I got, like, I got into that, uh, that kind of porn, like, a long time ago, and I just kind of, like, stopped watching it, and then, you know, I was just thinking about it, I was like, yeah, I could, I could kind of, I can kind of get into this, you know, just the, the idea of them being restrained is, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of cool, like, it, whether it be, um, you know, ties or whether it be like handcuffs or anything like that. Um, I always, I, I like to, I like to do the, this thing I kind of learned, I don't know where I heard about this from, but uh, nibbling on, on a girl's ear, like while, while you're doing it is like, I, I've always kind of liked that just because it kind of uh, asserts a little bit of like, uh, like I, the thing is I really like being dominant in, in bed. There you go. And so it's always like, uh, it's always been very fun for me because then I kind of get, it's also a big responsibility because then you're kind of dictating how it's going. So then you start to get a little bit more nervous. So you're like, am I going to be doing this right? Am I going to... And yeah, it, it's, it's a kind of a weird balancing act, to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean, what do you think about that, Paul? Do you think you, you, you would ever be into stuff like that? or? You know you know what, dude? I, I, if the, when the moment is right and I do it, uh, yeah, yeah, de definitely, dude. I, to me, I'm more of a go-with-the-flow type of guy first. I'm, I'm not really the guy to initiate it. At the same time, you know, I, when it's planned, it's a little like, eh, right? uh it's it's a little like uh, maybe mm. but when it's not planned and it happens i'm all about that dude so you know tie me up cool or freaking uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna tape you on on the coffee table you know like okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna clear the entire i'm gonna tape you all the way around and you can't do anything I'm just gonna, and i'm just gonna leave your the bottom part of you just exposed you know and Okay. I'm gonna do whatever I can on, and then, and then you know, once you're done, I'm gonna go one more time. I'm gonna go a total of five times. You understand? And if we don't, we're gonna stay here all day till we do. Yeah. It. You know, that right there was me just in the moment. You know, pretending. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a really big thing, right? Is when you're dictating the pace and everything. So if you like leave her there and you say, "Hey, I'm gonna, we're gonna do this. We're gonna, exactly. you know, if you're not doing this, and this is gonna happen, and you know, all that kind of stuff." Um, I think it it a gives a lot of mystique for for you know who you're who you're doing it with because they they don't know what's gonna happen. It's spontaneous. It's you yeah, know they're creating a 
an image in their head. And for people that are maybe listening to us and being like, I mean, what about the girl? You know, when, when you think about that, well, I mean, you have to think about, you know, what are the most common things that women, uh, that women are into, right? You think about Twilight, you think about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which is, I think it's, uh, that was like a fan fiction of for Twilight. Oh. And so, Sweet you know, news. if you think about that thing, and actually Jordan Peterson was talking about like the five main uh, Google searches for women when they're looking for porn or like the, the five like biggest um, subjects of their porn. Mm-hmm. And it is so there it's usually a porn in, in, in uh, including one of these five things. It's a, a doctor, a billionaire. So Fifty Shades of Grey a werewolf, a vampire, and a pirate. So everybody that actually has a lot of power over them in some way. If you think about mm. it, that's how Fifty Shades of Grey is, right? It's a guy who is, has a whole company. He has this secret fetish where he only wants to do it with her. And if you think about it, that's kind of like what Beauty and the Beast is, right? Beast yeah. is this guy who's a prince, or was a king, prince, or something like that, um, has all this power over over um, everybody, and he's also a beast, so the the woman has to tame him that's the other thing is is for some reason like women like to tame people and I don't really know exactly what that has to do with <laughs> it. I, I think I think it just has to do more with the fact that they have that um, this wild animal that they have for themselves, right? That's what usually what happens. And when you think about like I mean, I was just talking to somebody about this is uh, um, Joe Rogan did a podcast recently where he was talking to somebody who did a documentary about a serial killer or something like that, and the guy was telling saying, you know, this serial killer dude, this guy on his trial had a bunch of women like all like a bunch of women that were like in a like a concubine form like they were all uh, not exactly like concubine but they were all like groupies of his right okay. all wanted to get at him and uh, joe rogan had pointed out like what is up with this because the, he actually had a guy who went to jail before for life but he ended up being found innocent because he didn't do what he did oh, but there were all these women who were just flooding his dms trying to get at him and, you know, even I had an experience where I met somebody who, you know, she only said, I only date gangsters. And it's very, it's very strange. And, we, you know, when you're trying to get to, to the bottom of it, right, you're just trying to think, okay, is it because if they tame that person, then that becomes their bad boy. That becomes their killer. Oh. And that person kills for them, right? And so I was just thinking about that. I mean, obviously, I don't know the answer to that, but it seems like that's where the pieces go to. It's like, it hey, if sense. this person is going to kill maybe he can kill to protect me you know it's it's strange because you think of women being much more into the emotion the love and all that stuff but it actually sounds like it's more like art uh meticulous like right. it's more like yeah <laughs> excellent. exactly excellent <laughs> yeah like they, they, they definitely know where, where they're going for whereas guys are just like oh where, you know it's like their dick is a radar it's like where is it going where is it going or like a compass right like like jack sparrow it's always it's always pointing north land the hole <laughs> land <laughs> oh, the cave God. of wonders i can see it Oh my god. It's a glory hole! Sexuality is a very weird subject as it is, just because it's such a primal thing that now is so complicated because we're not primal anymore. Wow. So we've turned a primal thing into, like, a crazy, elaborate... Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, uh, dude, uh, like, uh, for example, I went to, uh, I went to, uh, was it a Hustler Hollywood? And, uh, dude, Funny enough, there's a guy that I know that I used they used to go to high school with, and he's a damn cashier, of course. He's right there. I'm there sitting with my with my hat, my thing, my checkout line, and I'm like, oh crap. Should I say or should I just wait for him to recognize me? Hollywood, dude, they have they're so open to the whole sexuality. I don't know game, uh, but uh, thing. They have ropes. 
freaking seventy dollar ropes. You could probably get a Home Depot for like five. They have a bunch of toys, a bunch of uh, the mats. They have the machines, dude. It's the the woo, 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 woo ones, you know, that are freaking big and loud. Whatever. The desk, the, the the dentist tables, the the pap smear ones. Everything you can think of, all the way from 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 uh, clip uh, clip pumps all the way to freaking dick pumps, all types of flashlights, whatever. Um, one is uh, I was actually talking to one of the guy, one of the guys in there, because I was asking, I was asking about some questions about it. He was like, "Oh yeah, we, yeah, we're very open here. If you have some kind of fetish or anything, let me know so I can help you with it." Like, huh? Crap, I I, I, I still don't don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just here to buy a something that could do the work for me oh okay let me take let me take you over here he takes me to the ro robo the ro robotic blowjob freaking machines bro like, yeah, if you buy this one what's your budget i'm like i i don't know uh 50 bucks oh i don't have anything about 50 if you do uh we're gonna have to get you the the freaking uh the sophie d section right over there the little the little tiny little pocket ones <laughs> and i was like oh no wait well okay how about this can i just learn let me learn about it okay yeah 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 Look at this one right here for uh, 200 for 150. This one uh, does uh, five different motions. Um, you know, uh, battery lasts freaking days, eight hours. You know, I was like, oh wow, wow, wow. Yeah, anyway, but that was just that, just because I, I I mentioned, hey, I want something to do the work for me. You know, I just I just can't imagine if you're actually super open about it. They'd be like, oh yeah, I got you. Hey, let's go to the back room. We just evolved so much in, in sexuality that that we we just find ways now to uh i guess get that orgasm again and while doing something uh, uh there was a movie real quick here there was a movie um called secretary i don't know if you've seen it i've heard a little bit about it but i've seen a scene or two from it um i've never liked i think it was bond bondage or bds yeah. for the first time in my life i was like this is kind of hot there was a scene where uh i think uh one of the guys told told the secretary okay i want you to put both of your elbows on the table right now and she was just very obedient just because uh she had some problems with her past whatever you know i mean she ended up working there as her first job and sure enough secretary the boss was eventually figured her out and put both of your elbows here and then he'll he'll, he'll either spank her first because yeah, she was a bad girl because she would cut herself or something like that she looked at it like oh so you did it again Smack, smack, smack. And she'll, she'll do it. She'll cut herself more so he can do it again. There was this one scene where I think she fell in love with him. And he tells her, okay, put both of the elbows on the table. Okay. You better, you better be here by the time I come back. Dude leaves. He's over there working out. He goes to the movies. He goes eat. He goes to sleep. Wakes up the next day. She's still there. He goes, he goes, I don't know. He goes, buys groceries. He, uh, basically an entire weekend. And people are looking for this girl and she's still there. Sure enough, you know, she has to go to the bathroom. So she does it all over herself while waiting there. He's hungry and whatnot. You know, people do bring her food because they're like, what are you doing here? No, I'm not going anywhere. And then I think her parents try to pick her up and go. She's like, ah. she, she scripts and she, she, she wiggled her way out and went back to the table. And both arms back in there again. Eventually, the dude does come back. Like, I think it was like a week later, dude. And she was still there, dude. That right there. I don't know. And even though it's just that. I don't know. To me, I was like, whoa, that is, why is that hot to me right now? She obeyed or obedience. I, that was such a powerful scene to me. And I was like, whoa, I feel a little weird. I don't know. I feel this tingly feeling inside that I've never felt before. 
Sure. I mean, you know, I've, I'm not, I'm not, I've never been into that uh, or I'm not into it, but that just, just seeing that, how that worked out made me feel that way. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's a, I think there's a couple things there, right? It's there's loyalty. So your words actually carry weight when you say them. So it's, it's when somebody actually like takes those words and like, you know, you know, it's also trust to a certain degree. Like at some point he did come back for, I mean, be, obviously yeah. it's kind of messed up that he waited a whole week. Yeah. It but, was, he thought he was going to make it something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I so uh, that, that's actually the scene that I did see. I think he picks her up afterwards and yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think we also have to take into account the way that men and women operate, because if you think about it, like, you know, we, you and me, we've watched porn together. I've watched like, you know, I, I, whenever there's like a naked woman or like a woman that's like really hot or something like that, when all the guys in the room are, are there talking, what usually happens? Everybody just shuts, shuts up, up and looks. And looks yeah, yep. Yeah. They just shut up and they look up and it's like with women, that doesn't exactly happen. Right. I mean, not that I've seen. And no, you're right. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, right? Because men are visual. But that's the that's the main thing about us when we're looking at women. That's what happens. We're visual. Whereas yeah. women, like you, dude, I've seen women with like some freaking haggard looking motherfuckers. You know, some bears. Some you know, some guys that are just like, oh, what are you doing? You know, you can do so much better. But you know, you don't know what the yeah, you don't know what the yeah. You're so yeah. funny. Yeah, he's so he's so rich. He's so this. He's so that. And you know, he's probably like in his eighties or something like that. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? He gets but, me. And I'm waiting for him to die so we can have his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's very different. Now, granted, there are ex exceptions to this, right? Sexuality is a really strange thing, and it really dictates a lot of... I don't think it dictates your life or anything like that, because there are, there are people that are, like, super dominant in life, and then they just want to be obedient at home, right? They just want to... They want some somebody to tell them what to do, all that kind of stuff. Actually, that might actually be... That actually sounds like it has bearing on it, right? Because they're so oh. dominant throughout their whole life that they just want somebody to tell them something to do. Something at the end, yeah, which is that's where the, you know, the lady comes in. It's definitely, like, enough to, like, spark a conversation, right? Because when you think about sex in general, it's, it's you know, it turned into, it turned from, whereas this is where, like, a lot of religious people think, right? It's it's only meant for procreation, so that's why a lot of very strict religious people are against uh, birth control, any type of birth control, because then it takes the act, or the idea that this is meant for procreation out of it. That's why they're against homosexuality, because that again is not oh, for procreation I can see. you know that that's that's kind of why they are against that i mean it's an interesting point right because if you do right. take if you do take the act of or the the uh, risk right the risk of having a baby out of it then it just turns into an Ugh. uh you know filling your desires and so i've been thinking a lot about desires and you know prime uh, primal instincts all that kind of stuff and it is it is strange though right because we have a lot of addictions now because we are feeding into things yeah. whether it be you Our know phones, it be, for yeah. example we don't yeah. even realize it yeah exactly right whereas a long time ago you know you actually had to go find somebody to talk to right you actually yeah. had to find somebody to do lucky. the work to go do it yeah. all that stuff and you know here we are three states away two states away something like that and we're doing a we're podcast right here too. dude we're right in front of each other yeah it's, it's it pretty, like we, pretty wild right but so, no, i think yeah, i miss I mean, my homie <laughs> I, miss my yeah, dude. I, think, I mean technology has a lot of benefits but we also have to look at the 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 drawbacks of it as well. I, I feel like it's more like we haven't evolved to the point where our technology's evolved, right? Our oh, technology's no, uh, evolved to a crazy way too fast extent, and we're still like talking monkeys, right? We're still 
we're still these yeah we're still uh, i think you you'd mentioned that before but yeah, that, yeah that's basically what we are to a certain extent right you know were there was there anything uh you wanted to talk about paul the opposite too i mean for me too you know just uh it's domination yeah we're getting dominated too i guess you know i'm just so used to being you know on top all the time every you know, once in a while i wonder like i wonder if you know how would it feel to just get completely fucked like you know get just completely <laughs> dominated till yeah so you get that blackout orgasm have you heard of a blackout or do i heard it? i heard about it i've never had it but apparently you just you come so crazy that that you just black out dude and then wake up oh, what happened i pulled a hamstring before but you know that's the, <laughs> nothing like <laughs> yo man that was that was painful and you know what the worst part is it feels good and bad at the same time because your hamstring is just going like, oh but you're also like you're also like you know coming right at the same time so you're just like oh, oh i, I, I want to stretch my horrible. leg but i don't want to i don't want to get out of this it's exactly what it is so, so that's always rough but you know if you're not uh if you're not doing it hard enough to, to pull a hammy then you're probably not doing it right you know what i'm saying you Ooh, know? damn straight <laughs> gotta put that effort in one, one thing i did kind of want to want to talk about is I, I was just I was just thinking about this and it ties into a couple things but when we think about like uh evil right when we think about what is evil I feel like it's so hard to determine that and I'll, I'm actually going to read you a couple of I'm going to read you the definition I'm going to read you another definition and then we're going to go to a quick break and then we'll kind of continue on the subject the definition of evil according to google dictionary or whatever the the automatic dictionary that comes up for google nice, is nice. profoundly immoral and wicked the problem is well okay what does immoral mean right because we know what wicked means but what does immoral mean so not conforming to accepted standards of morality so okay. what does that mean it means that evil is kind of subjective we determine it in some ways so yeah well we're gonna have a quick dialogue about this but before we go any further Go ahead and take a quick listen to our sponsor, Anchor. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening to our sponsor, Anchor. And before the break, we were talking about evil. I just gave two definitions. I'm going to read them one more time. So the definition of evil is profoundly immoral and wicked. And the definition for immoral is not conforming to accepted standards of morality. And before we took our break, we were talking a little bit about how it almost sounds like people literally need to figure out what evil means, right? Because in the natural world, there's not really a such thing as evil, right? It's just them surviving. It's like, okay, well, whoever is surviving is right, right? It's just kind of the way it is. Now we've come to realize, okay, what are some things that are evil? Killing people. Okay, but now we need to define that a little bit more. We need to define it as, well, not in, okay, in self-defense it's okay, in this sense it's okay in this sense it's okay right we have all these caveats and stuff but it makes you start to realize that evil is very subjective to the individual and not in, in terms of the law although even in the law it can be subjective right you know somebody could murder somebody and you know maybe they take it out on they when like let's say they're trying to defend themselves and then they just destroy like a bunch of people without regard for what they're doing then they can be charged with manslaughter afterwards so yeah there's a lot to do with it. And the reason why this came up was just, I was just thinking about, you know, when we're, I was just, wa I was watching this, uh, this Korean show, uh, Sweet Home. It's like a horror um, show on Netflix. And uh, yeah, you know, it, you know, when people are in an apocalypse, right, all the laws go out the window, like forget oh, that, forget this, we're right. trying to survive, right? And so, you know, I, it made me wonder, right, you know, can we still keep those same more, uh, that same idea of evil when everything hits a fan? Like there's a apocalypse happening, there's all this stuff happening. Like how do we define what evil is, you know, at that point? So what do you think, Paul? God, it's all just survival instincts after that. 
by the way, uh, just real quick, that movie you talked you called uh, sorry, that, that Netflix show. That's the one with that uh with the, that that Korean one with that one gamer kid and I guess they that that living complex just there. Yeah, that's it. Y- yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. I, I saw that by ran- random with with one of my buddies online. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that that came up because I was I was actually thinking about that too. Uh, wow. When you said when you said evil like uh, like SpongeBob, I, I don't know. I just never yeah, thought right, like man. that. Evil. <laughs> it sounded like a joke. <laughs> you know, like evil. I was like, hey, it's, yeah, it's evil. It's bad. Bad, bad. Yeah. I mean, well, it's easy. It's easy to say something's evil when you when it's outward, right? When you see what the when you when you see somebody, right, and you just look at them and you're like, wow, that person looks evil, right? What is the, What is the usual pedophile guy, right? It's like some guy with glasses, weird mustache. Uh, older guy always talking to kids right and then you figure out oh maybe he's a teacher right you didn't ask that right you didn't think about that but you you just kind of saw him and assumed it right so you know evil whereas it's funny because in the in the wild we'd need that type of discrimination to actually survive right if something looked different than you it wasn't part of your tribe it wasn't part of your species because your species for the most part was like your family right and so if you saw somebody else that you didn't recognize, you didn't have the you didn't have the time to just be like, hey, who are you? How are you doing? There wasn't that kind of communication back then. So you kind of had to make a decision right there. OK, are we going to kill them or are we going to run fight or flight? Right. And so when you think about what discrimination is to a certain degree, it's like a primal fear that we have of the other of the person who doesn't look like us, of the person who doesn't believe like us. And I think this is where we get into the next thing I want to talk about, which is politics, which is kind of what's happening in politics right now, right? Is just people basically just saying the other side is evil no matter what, right? And, Uh, you know, yeah, and either either side that you lean on, you know your side does this. I don't care what side you're on, if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, they both do this. And even even in the middle, right, even these people that are in the center like me, I tend to do it too, where I'm like, oh man, those two people are terrible. You should come in the middle. Well, people in the middle never get anything done. That's why there's sides, right? Mm-hmm. People in the middle just kind of, they kind of moderate between the two, but we technically, we don't ever get anything done because we're never elected. And so, because people people lean the way they lean, right? They they believe the way they believe. And so, you know, this is kind of comes into the, the question mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, you know, do we, should we have a, should we meet in the middle ground or should we still just, or should we accept each other for our differences? You know, because if we think about it like that, right, because obviously a conservative is never going to be on board with, uh, you know, most conservatives are never never going to be on board with abortion. Right. Especially if they're a religious conservative, it just goes against their whole belief system. And a liberal, you know, is not going to be on board for, uh, you know, well, the opposite, right, banning abortion. So, you know, coming up with this, coming up with with how to figure that out is really tough, because if you look at the media, uh, which I think is just it's it's ridiculous that what what the media is doing right now is just kind of making sides so that they can get profit off, off of things and to a certain extent I respect it because it's like okay they kind of figure out the formula and they're making business right. you know whereas we're a podcast that you know doesn't you know we're reaching maybe like five people an episode or something like that and you know nothing crazy or anything or like like that but you know they've kind of figured out how to monetize Next. evil they've they've figured out how to monetize it. Uh, they t- no, you know what they've learned how to monetize? They've learned how to monetize fear. And they've learned how to monetize, oh. you know, because if you think about it, it's like, hey, the Republicans are going to are gonna uh, push this bill in. 
they want you to do this, do this, do that. You know, uh, the, the Democrats want you want to take away your rights, the, this, this and that. And it's just like all you do is fear somebody. But if you actually talk to that, that's the thing I love. I, that's I think the main blessing that I have with having a family that's actually split down the middle for the most part is I have people I have people on my Facebook who are very right wing. I have people on my Facebook that are very left wing. And, you know, I, I can't put anything on Facebook without having a terrible reaction if I if I put anything political. So that's why all my political posts are very ambiguous, right? But it was very important to me that I don't ever make it too political on my Facebook, uh, you know, mainly yeah. because, you know, I don't want to hurt any of these people because I know them. And that's the other thing is you don't know any of these people that you're demonizing. It's easy to demonize somebody you don't know, right? It's easy to just say, oh man, that person's a monster. But if you actually hear their whole backstory, it's really hard to demonize somebody. <laughs> Especially when media is right in front of you, your phone or or your TV, you know, and if it can somehow get to you without, you know, without much work, it gets even crazier. You know, people live alone too, and all they do is watch TV or yeah. And think about the pandemic, right? What has that done? It's basically forced us to look at look at the world through the media lens because we're not looking at it ourselves, right? right. And it's it's you know it's a tough thing, and you know I I'm not. Do it. I'm not bringing up politics to like tell anybody that they're the wrong or anything. I'm just trying to tell people from a moral standpoint, you also have to accept that there will be another side to this, right? Uh, it kind of goes back to, I remember there were people talking about how, um, you know, people that voted for Trump, right? They had to, uh, when, when Biden came into the office, they had to, I can't remember exactly the word that they used, but it was like, we have to, we have to like reprogram them. That was what it was. They have to reprogram these Trump supporters because, you know, they're so evil, right? Even though it's like half the country that voted for him. Uh, down the <laughs> middle, know? dude. It was, yeah, and I was afraid there was going to be some civil war, dude. I was like, oh man. Yeah, and you know, I think to a certain degree, some people still do think there's going to be a civil war. And I think that, first off, it's not good because we can't really have a conversation at all on either side. Like I've seen, and I try and watch both media sources, but it's really tough to sometimes. Oh, they're so I mean, far-sighted. Yeah, and they're also, there's so many of them, right? There's, I mean, I, I don't watch like CNN or Fox anymore. I watch, you know, Ben Shapiro or watch David Pakman. Uh, people that don't know Ben Shapiro is a, a conservative, a, and David Pakman's like David Pakman's the opposite. He's a, a liberal. Um, but I try and watch people that you Phil know actually Franco. have some. Phil DeFranco oh. is a good one. I think I. I mean, I never see him unless I'm not seeing it correctly. Uh, but uh -huh. I mean, he's not. He doesn't really take sides. He just tells you what's there, and I'm like, whoa. And then he tells you what he thinks. But um, well, that's actually that's that's taken aside. But <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, you you know what you're getting with Philip DeFranco, but when you have these quote unquote news outlets saying, "Hey, this is the truth," but they also sprinkle in their opinion without saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, this is my opinion. This is not the truth." You know, this is this is my opinion because people just think their opinion is truth, right? Oh, it's uh, like, oh yeah, I believe this way. That's why I was telling, I was talking about the the deprogram deprogramming of the Trump supporters, right? Well, do you know why these people voted for Trump? Do you know why these people voted for Trump? Because they could have very different reasons. Yeah, sure, there can yeah. be people that voted for him for his personality, all that kind of stuff. What about the people that want their Second Amendment? Right. What about people that exactly. want this? You know, and same thing with Biden supporters, right? The same thing happened to Biden when, uh, sorry, the same thing happened to Biden, what happened to Trump was that all the, the Republicans were like, oh my God, this is going to be like Maoist China. It's going to be uh, communist country all over again. Yeah. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be like that. See, it's gonna be a lot of stuff, man. That's what. Yeah, that's one thing I. Yeah, I'm, I'm very fond of. Uh, I do believe our. Uh, you know, the answer. Uh, the founding fathers came up with the amendments on purpose. They're there for a reason. And 
me seeing the media right now that they're saying, I mean, I don't own a gun. I don't have a gun. I and maybe consider maybe getting one if I were to move somewhere where, you know, I would maybe need it for self-protection or anything like that. This guy is, you know, that she's trying to get rid of our second amendment or, you know, get completely rid of it. And I'm, I'm like, wait, 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 it's there for a reason, just in case the government turns on us. I mean, I'm, I know, yeah, sure. We've evolved so much, you know, we don't really need them because we don't, but I mean, it's there for a reason. Why are you going to take it away from us? Maybe it could regulate it a little bit, but don't take it away. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I did not. Don't mess with my amendments, man. Like yeah, I mean, reason. I think I think the other problem is that they're not specific about it, right? Okay, let's ban assault weapons. Okay, well, so, well, what do you mean by assault weapons? Because when you, because these people that are talking about, oh, let's get rid of AK-47s, let's get rid of AR-15s, all that kind of stuff, they don't think about the 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 fact that most uh, violent crime or most school shootings have been done with pistols. So when you say when when people see that happen, they're like, oh, we need to get rid of the assault weapons. It's like, I mean, the, this happened with a pistol, right? Like. Sure, that you can make that argument, but that has nothing to do with this argument. And that's the other thing is people aren't arguing in a cohesive way. So it's like they they do this kind of straw man argument where they take – straw man is a fallacy, by the way. It's basically when somebody takes something that you said, they butcher it up, and then they say, hey, he's really like – you know, look at this guy. Like he said this, this, and this, even though he didn't, which is basically all of media right now, right? It's like it's just taking what you say. And just not representing you at all, especially if you're on the other side of what that argument is. Right. And so, yeah, it's it's really crazy. And you know, the other funny thing is that CNN and Fox they have a, they have a I I don't I don't know exactly what to call them. They have like a token Democrat and token Republican. So on Fox they have like a Democrat on there who is kind of like not really uh <laughs> like a super he's not really a great a representation for what democrats think also he's one out of like four people that gets to say stuff and everybody else just shits on him the entire time same thing with cnn just like the bass player of the band foundation of the band you know it's like oh my god dude it's like it's ridiculous man it's like trying to show that oh yeah we have both sides on here but like we have one person out of like all these people that <laughs> believe this so you know it, it's, it's a it's a weird time that we're living in because before i still remember back even back in like the 90s right people had different uh political opinions but at some point it switched to the point where it's like you know families would get divided whereas if a fa you know back in the day when my family was would have like thanksgiving or something like that they just said hey don't bring up politics with this particular person or else it just never stop talking right they just didn't want to hear it they didn't I care did. what they yeah they didn't yeah it was, it was crazy right i did not have sexual relationships with that woman Oh my god. Yeah, and that's the other thing, right? Is like people people want to forget about all the bad things that politicians are. And not that I'm trying to say like every politician's evil or anything like that. It's just you got to realize that's a crazy business that we're talking about, right? It's crazy to me that that the you know, that you can dispel all belief. You can dispel uh any disbelief just because somebody's on your side, right? It's like, "Hey, what about, you know, it's like, uh, you know, religious people going for Trump, even though he's obviously cheated on his wife or people still are Democrats still trying to bring in Bill Clinton. They're trying to bring him up, even though he cheated on his wife. It's like, come on, man. You know, the Me Too movement's here, but nobody's going to call out Bill Clinton either. You know, it's like that was a, a noticeable, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, but she was. Yeah, but she was a she was a grown woman. She's like she was like twenty, and he's the president of the United States. If you don't want to think that's a power play on any level, like I mean, come on, 
Come oh, Jesus. Yeah, right? Jeez. This was uh, brought to you by the Optimism for America. <laughs> 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 Hope you guys feel very, very positive after that message. Yeah, and this is actually something I wanted to ask you, Paul. What do you think about when somebody picks a side? Because, you know, even if you, like, quote-unquote, deprogram Trump people or, you know, deprogram Biden people, whatever, it's weird because anytime you have a side, there will always be an opposition to that side. Like, for some right. reason, people create oppositions to things right like we don't want to be we don't want to be we don't want to be like our parents right we see yeah. what our parents are doing we just create an opposition what do you think about that i do believe everybody you know we're all entitled to our own opinions and that was uh that it was uh it was uh it was something that i had I had to learn over time at first because i would always be like nope you're wrong i'm right or you know what well, you're just stupid for going that way why why would you do that you know you do if you whatever side you pick or whatever you do man it's it's, it's you that's that's it's the whole reason why we were fun. That's the whole reason why we're, you know, this country is the way it is. It's so beautiful, man. What you said about people, some people choose one side and then and then for some reason there's always an opposite. That's my mom and dad right there, bro. Like, for example, I, it's so funny because one of my friends told me like, hey, what do you like more? You, you like horchata or do you like uh, hibiscus water? Have you heard of that? Um, I've heard a little bit about that. That's a Jamaican thing? Yeah, no, I mean, in Spanish, in Spanish, it's, it's called agua de Jamaica. Oh, but really? in okay. English, in, in English, it's called, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, uh, hibis, yeah, hibiscus water. Yeah, hibiscus is a flower, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, anyway, I asked my parents, hey, I'm like, I'm sure, no-brainer, horchata. Sure enough, my mom says, oh, yeah, horchata. My dad's like, oh, hell no. I, I, like, I, like the, I like the hibiscus better. I was like, really, Pops? I've never seen you drink that freaking, that water before. Why would you say that now? I was like, yeah. You know, I'm just not, I'm really, not a really fan of horchata, horchata. And I was like, man, you're just trying to fight now. And then they start, start going off. They both start going off. They just start fighting for no freaking reason over the damn water. And I'm like, oh, man, I was, I just wanted to, I just wanted to prove a point that there was, you know, by fat, by far, every, you know, horchata. But again, that's, that's our, that's where the whole what did I think about choosing sides there? You know, I, I tell like, Dad, you're stupid. You know, I was like, Dad, you're stupid. Just because just because he didn't agree with my hypothesis. <laughs> I really, I really do think, you know what, you, you do you, and as long as you respect me, uh, I respect you, dude. Look at me, look at me, you know, don't look at me any differently. That, that we, we have our own opinions, but let's, uh, let's vibe, dude. Let's keep moving forward. That's the way I, that's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I think that's a really good, uh, I think that's a good point, right? Because, you know, even though it seems very small, like any disagreement can turn into a full-on fight, right? Oh, yeah. You know, even if you think about it like sports, right? All of a sudden, you wear the wrong jersey at the wrong game, you're gonna get punched out, right? It's like you're yeah. done. And it makes me wonder where our future lies in a lot of senses. Not in the terms of like a civil war, although I always keep that in the back of my mind just in case. I, I always just wonder about where like dialogue is going, right? Like there, there's been. You know, we, we've had, we've seen in the past what has happened when we've barred people from speaking freely. It didn't really work out too well for anybody, right? You know, even if you think about this, there's a story, you know, when Socrates ended up, he had to drink hemlock for the beliefs because he was going against basically what everybody believed at the time and they wanted to shut him up, right? The problem with trying to shut somebody up is that you make their voice louder because now, oh, yeah. you've, made, now you've made it seem like, oh yeah, this person's got all this awesome stuff to say. 
why would they shut him up? Or, you know, why would they shut this person up? They must have all this awesome stuff to say, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it happened with Alex Jones, right? You know, people, you know, people that don't know Alex Jones, he's a conservative. Uh, yeah, he's a conservative, um, more libertarian, conservative, conspiracy theorist guy. And the problem was when people shut him up, everybody wanted more for him, from him, right? When he got shown on Joe Rogan Experience, right? People flocked in. That was like one of his biggest podcasts of that wow. time. It's funny because you have the opposite effect. It's basically the martyr effect, right? When you shut somebody up and without actually refuting their ideas or anything like that, then you just make them a martyr at that point. That's yeah, what happened to. Wanna, yeah, I just want to say loud. Just wanna, that's what happened. To, that's what happened to Jesus. If you think about it, when he was crucified, it's right? all these people. It was all these people that were like, "Hey, you're not." You're not saying what we believe. You're not saying, you know, you're trying to diminish to a certain degree our power over these people and we need to shut you up. Well, now there's a freaking religion around him and it's Look still going hard today. Look at that, so, dude. Damn you know, you should, you should be very careful about, you know, I'm not saying that don't refute lies, right? Because obviously yeah. Alex Jones has been wrong about a lot of things. He's been right about some things too. He was right <laughs> about Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> a long time ago. He called it about 10 or 15 years ago. Sure enough, that, that shit's real. So, one of the things I always tell people is, you know, if you ever get a chance to take an argument class or take some type of debate class, because in that class, what actually happens a lot of times, uh, and it, this can be kind of scary, but what happens is they give you a subject, right? Like, so let's say teacher calls on us. Hey, Paul, lucky. I want you to, you guys on Friday are going to debate about, just for the sake of this argument, you guys are going to debate on right wing uh, versus left wing values, right? The problem is they don't give you who you're going to represent until that day. So you have to look into both sides, oh, and then all of a sudden they're just going to be like, they're going to flip a coin, they're just going to do this, and they're going to be like, all right, so looks like Lucky, you're left, looks like uh, oh, you're right. You know, something like that, and all of a sudden it's just like, uh, okay. So if some you AP did, English stuff right there, or AP, AP history stuff, man. Yeah, so if you, if, you didn't, if you didn't look into both sides, you're screwed, because all of a sudden you may have not have the side that you really think with. And so right. that's really the, the underlying theme there. Like, I remember when we did... You know, we ended up doing a, a debate one time in that class, and one of these guys was like talking all this shit, right? He was just like, "Oh, you guys are going down." I've been, I looked so much into this stuff that you guys got nothing on us, right? Uh... He was talking all this shit. So anyway, he goes up and he starts debating, right? He's, or he starts talking about it. But he, the problem was he never picked a side. All he did was argue against himself <laughs> instead of instead of like arguing because he did know a lot about both sides. The problem was he didn't know enough about. One, he didn't know enough to dif- differentiate them because he just looked into them too much, and so Wikipedia, when, baby. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was just, it was just so funny though that you know that this one class. Now, granted, it was I, I didn't not like the teacher uh, just because of some of their beliefs and all that kind of stuff, just in the way they taught. But it was, it really did ta- teach me a lot because it really taught me a lot about you know, knowing both sides before you come into an argument, right? And figuring out, you know, just know, knowing the facts before you kind of go into things. And so, you know, not saying that I have all the facts, right? You know, there's there's only so many times, uh, so much time in a day that you can spend on this stuff. And if you're working two jobs to support a family, of course, you're going to be ignorant. Like, why? That's, a, that's the other problem mm-hmm. I have is, like, everybody's expecting people to know politics and know this, know that. It's like, there's too many, thi- too many, there's uh, not enough hours in the day to know everything about anything, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I sat there and just kind of just watched, man. Just quietly watched, man. I didn't, I didn't look too much into it. I just saw what was, what, what was you know, in front of me and make my, do my best judgment that way. But never really got too into it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it, it's always tough for me to, like, to see what's going on right now, just because I have 
you know, when, when people say something about either side, I feel it just because my family, one, of, one, one side of my family represents each one of those sides. So every time you talk crap about Democrats or Republicans, I feel it on both sides, right? Because I'm made up of them. It, literally, my, my father's side is much more on the um, the right wing and my mom's side is much more on the left wing. Depending on who you talk to, of course, there are, there are some uh, differentiations in both, of course, but just the majority of them seem to kind of be on one side or the other. I just fe feel like people forgot that we're all human beings. And so just for some reason, it's like, oh, all of a sudden you're on the other side. It's like, oh man, now you're like an animal. You're like a beast. You gotta, we gotta stop you. You know, all of a sudden that fight or flight uh, response kicks in and it's just like, we gotta, we gotta stop this enemy right here, dude. It's getting too big. <laughs> Clip those wings. Yeah, yeah, dude. And <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's it's a it's a weird subject, and you know, obviously, we don't have all the answers to it. We're not claiming to. No. It's just, it's just more of the 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 pressure between both sides. It seems like it's getting to like a boiling point of. I mean, it has gotten to a boiling point, right? There's there's literally people on the street rioting and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, right, of it, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of tough, but. Yeah, I mean, no matter what you kind of think about it, you always have to remember there's going to be another side to what you you believe. You know, I think I think that's one of the things that I don't like about people that just think that they're, you know, especially when people say they're in the center, right? Because I'm in the center, but I'm like center right. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit more to the right than I am to the left. And so, you know, for me to just say that I'm a centrist, of course, you're going to have biases on some of these things. Of course, the way that you grew up is going to dictate how you feel, right? If you grew up in a place where school shootings were rampant, of course, you want to get rid of all the guns because you've seen too much violence. And of course, if you are in a place where maybe in a different part, you know, there, there's also people in, uh, there was a person in Chicago a long time ago, a politician that was okay. like, hey, we need to, we need to like get people we need to give people guns so they can protect themselves right so it's just different philosophies and we have to kind of respect yeah. that that's what happened i think that's why uh i, I dare i dare i dare you to go uh, i dare you to go mug someone in uh in texas there you like you know i dare, I dare you i'm not gonna go you're not gonna come out of the thing <laughs> well maybe you might you, you could probably get away with it in austin but <laughs> 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 i'm just saying you might be able to get away with it in austin but that's the other thing right is it offers a deterrent for people like there, there was this game called Thief Simulator where you're, you know, you're a thief. You have to uh, collect as much. Um, so you're, you're like taking stuff like TVs, all that kind of stuff. And depending on how, uh, what you take, you get more money out of it. And but then there were some people who had guns in their home, and if you got into that house, it instantly raised the uh, the difficulty on you because if they saw you, they'd hold you at gunpoint and wait for the police. And so oh, it was an instant game over, right? But we, whereas if somebody just saw you in their, their house or something like that, they would have to go call the police and they'd still give you time to like leave and you know run away from the police and stuff. And so it ended up being a very different thing. So you have to really think about the different situations. And I can also understand the other side of it, which would be like, oh yeah, like why do we have guns? Like why do we need them? Why do we need this? All that kind of stuff. And you know, either way, whatever you, whatever way you lean on, you always have to kind of think about the the opposition. You always have to think about that there is somebody out there that's going to be thinking differently than you, and to just dismiss it, kind of like how you're saying, Paul, like, oh yeah, I'm wrong, I, I'm right, you're wrong, that kind of thing. Or yeah. it, it can happen the other way, right? Like a lot of people without mm -hmm. self confidence, they're just like, oh yeah, I guess I'm wrong, and you know, they're right. You know, that's, oh, that's especially that, you get that's overpowered, a you know, with uh, a lot of people against you. No, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I must have been thinking it, you know, I must have been thinking it the wrong way. 
Yeah, it's a herd mentality thing, right? Because you know that, that's a real that's kind of that's a real thing. You know, if if you think differently than everybody else, they get on you. And I don't care what what you think about, right? Even if you're in a group of friends and one of you thinks differently, even if you're the closest knit of friends, people are still gonna be talking crap behind your back to a certain degree, or they're gonna be like, "Man, I just don't like what's up with this guy? Like, what what's up with them? It's just the way humans are, and that's something that we have to figure out how to like navigate as well. But yeah, man, it's uh it's a weird. It's a weird thing. I mean, just like this podcast, right? We went from sexual sexual preferences to politics to, uh, you know, but it, it kind of comes around to a similar subject, which is what, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it comes back to the idea that all these things are like evolving so fast that we don't really know what to do with them, right? You know, all of a sudden now there's technology where you can defend yourself against people, you know, whereas like, you know, back in the day, Paul, if it was like, if I went to go rob you and you didn't have a gun or something like that, like the bigger guy would win. Well, now there's martial arts, there's things that can, yeah. that can, that can, that can chop the tree, people. man. Yeah. Yeah. Any, <laughs> anything like that, man. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it, like I said, it's a very strange thing. And um, obviously we're talking about this casually, but it is a very serious matter that I hope that someday we can kind of get past a lot of these differences oh. where we can all agree to disagree right because yeah we're exactly gonna, yeah we're, we're all because we're all gonna have like different opinions about stuff but <sighs> yeah. you know i mean we're, plus you know the craziest part is we're not we're not even getting paid to be talking about politics right and there, there are people that are you know we're not all politicians right and so all of a sudden everybody once you talk about politics like they all of a sudden they have this deep political opinion now and it's like oh man dude like you you work in politics or what? You, <laughs> you know? You're such an expert, bro. Yeah, even even us right now, dude. Like we're talking about this stuff, but it's mostly shots in the dark. Mostly what we're commenting on mm. is the 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 tension between both sides. Like you know, wh whatever you believe, either way, you still need to be able to talk to people, and that that kind of goes back to like mental health to a certain degree, right? Once you start talking to people, if you don't ever figure out what your triggers are, right? Like the triggers that like trigger uh, emotional response or anything like that. You're never going to be able to get into conversations with people without always fearing about that trigger, you know? One more one more subject real quick because we, uh, we have a bit more time is um, forgiveness, right? Because it goes oh. back into a lot of this. It's hard. It's Sometimes. evil. What is evil? It doesn't go so much as the sex part, but you know. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come that fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing that I had to kind of figure out, like I, when my, when my father passed away, right. I got, I got like the call from, or I got a text from a cousin. I actually don't know which cousin it was. Cause I don't save any of their numbers. Cause there's too many freaking cousins. But anyway, somebody texted me at work. I was just about to leave. And, um, he was saying like, Hey, you know, I don't think your father has much time left. You know, can you, can you please come down to Modesto? And, uh, you know, I went over to there to the hospital and the whole time, dude, I was thinking to myself, like, I'm just going to tell this fool off, man. He, he abandoned me. He left me, um, emotionally scarred. I ended up getting addicted to things because of him. I ended up, uh, using violence because of him. I did all this stuff. And, um, you know, I went over to, you know, I went over to the hospital, his, uh, his widow now, um, or his current wife at the time. Uh, you know, showed me to the room and, you know, she left me alone with him. And it was weird, man, because once I actually looked him in the eyes, because he couldn't say anything because he had a tube down his throat to help him uh, breathe. And it was weird, man, because once I, once I saw him like, like that, it was kind of the wish that I always wanted, right? I always wanted him in the same position he had me, which was defenseless. I always wanted him in the same position that he had me, which was uh, not able to speak. I couldn't speak up to him. And here I had him exactly where I wanted him. I had him weak, defenseless, and he couldn't say anything to me. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't tell him off. I couldn't say anything to him because I realized, like, I'm not him, man. I'm just not, you know, we're not the same people, man. And, you know, the person that was sitting before me was not the same father who could 
you know, who was this big, uh, intimidating figure in my life. This was a guy that was about to go with God or whatever you believe in. And he needed something to hold on to for those last few days. So, you know, I ended up telling him, you know, I forgive you. I, you know, I sang, I sang a song that he really liked. Um, it was a religious song called How Great Thou Art. Um, and my mom told me that was his, his favorite song at the point. And, you know, I sang to him and I did all this stuff. But after I left, man, I felt terrible because I was like, man, I should have should have done all this. And, you know, there's still points to my in my life where I'm like, man, I should have told him. I should have given him the business. I should have told him what I thought about him. I should have done this. But, man, if I had, I'm just thinking about all the regret that I would have had because I would have never been able to take that back. Right. And so, yeah, forgiveness is, is a big is is a hard thing to think about, because if you think about it, you usually think of it as letting somebody off the hook. But the problem is, if you actually look up the definition of forgiveness, it's literally the um, it's literally letting go of feelings of anger and resentment towards somebody that's wronged you. So it doesn't say anything about letting somebody off the hook. It just means letting go of the anger and resentment that that uh, that you harbor towards somebody. And, you know, it can be hard. I'm not trying to say like, oh, yeah, just forgive everybody and, you know, you should be you'll be straight. Right. Because sometimes you forgive people and you don't know what you forgave them for. You're like, oh, why did I forgive them? Like, oh, my God, I'm forgiving all this stuff along with it. Right. Because with with forgiveness. Right. I'm also forgiving him for what he's put my mom through, what he put my family through, what he did to this. Um, you know, I, I'm forgiving a lot, you know, I, I only, I just said I would forgive him for, you know, what he did to me, but he did a lot of stuff to other people. And so, you know, for, for me to forgive all that is a lot, but it's more, forgiveness is not so much as saying it's more of an act. And so when you're actually forgiving somebody, it's more of an act of going through your life and try actively living this path of forgiveness, meaning, you know, and we, we did this, uh, we talked about this when I had brought up a quote from Frederick Nietzsche, which is, you know, when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back into you. Well, if you're always looking into this abyss of, of anger and hate and betrayal, well, eventually you're going to, it's going to reflect back at you to a certain degree. And then all of a sudden you're going to start living, you're going to start reflecting that. If you think about it, it's kind of like uh, when you reflect light through mirrors. Have you ever seen that where, mm-hmm. where like a light goes through one mirror and then it reflects into another one? Well, if you just keep on reflecting that darkness into other things in your life, well, then you just become a conduit for it because you're always looking into that space. You're always focused on that darkness so much. So, I mean, we, we'd always talked about this when we, uh, when we ate edibles or something, Paul, right? Like, don't look into the well, don't look into that well, because when yeah. for people that don't know, we, we came up with it from, uh, there was a, this creepy girl, like, I think her name was Sadako or Sawako or something like that from the, the ring or the grudge. I can't remember, but basically one of those, those crazy Japanese horror films where this girl comes out of a well. And we always said, hey, we, uh, we always just give people a code word, like, Hey, don't look in the well, or somebody would come get you if you started tripping out too much. And so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a big thing, right? Because if you look down that well, then it looks back at you and it ties in well with the evil part, right? Because then you end up uh, getting rid of that anger and resentment for somebody thinking differently than you because they're not evil, right? It's not always the case, right? You know, obviously you should save that word evil for when it's actually evil, right? Pedophilia, things like that. But, you know, you have to really be careful with that word because if you start throwing it around, man, it becomes easy to throw it around to people. That, and then people become Nazis, racist, all this stuff, bigoted, you know, and you just start throwing those words around and start to lose their meaning after a while. So yeah, forgiveness is, uh, it's one thing that comes over time too, you know, and uh, a lot of you know, weight off your chest once you, once you do forgive someone or get, you know, or especially gotten forgotten too. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, forgiveness, it's a, it's a nice thing, especially with like, you know, you, you can always, you can always not forgive someone. You know, you, one thing I, one thing I like to say here, it's uh, you know, brothers fight, you know, but there's going to be a time, you know, where, uh, 
yeah, yeah, sure. You, you, I don't, I never will, I'm gonna, never gonna forgive you. But then, you know, there's gonna be a time where, when it, it kind of does, it kind of happens just, you know, because, because of bros, friends, you know, I'm, I'm unless it's something really, really bad. I mean, uh, then there's levels of forgiveness as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, the whole thing. That's why I always try to tell people, like, when I'm doing my mental health chat or something like that, that's my whole goal is to talk to all of God's children. So, I try, I try and think of people as God's children, and it's, less, it's harder to demonize them. Just because it's so easy to demonize people today, so I want to go with the harder path. I want to condition myself to not look at that way, to, to have a knee-jerk reaction, like, oh my god, they're evil. You know, I'd rather say, oh my god, they're really good, but they did a fucked up thing, you know. <laughs> um, you know, then, then, then just look at them as evil. Because all the, all the saying somebody, when you say somebody's evil, you kind of take out the conversation of, okay, well, why are they evil? It's just like, oh, yeah, no, they're evil. And then you just dismiss everything that they say. It's easy to throw out their opinions and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of a lot to think about, folks. And, uh, you know, we uh, like I said, we're doing this a little bit more free form a little bit. Obviously, I do have subjects written down here, but not a whole lot of um, we don't try and stick on to one thing. And even if we do, sometimes we end up going in different ones. Uh, once again, guys, you guys can email us at casual bros with an S. PL is in Paul and Lucky at gmail.com and let us know what you guys think about this or of course you guys can check us out on our Facebook page and I will have a link to our link tree which will show all things casual everything from our podcast to generally casual anime casuals and mental health casuals so you guys can check out all of that in the link down in the description box down below but as always guys do not forget to keep it casual